Thank you for supporting Overcomers Christian Center. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message leaves you feeling empowered and equipped. And we know our theme for this year is trusting the Lord wholeheartedly. And today we're going to continue on with that theme. And it's talking about our shepherds who trust the Lord wholeheartedly. Our shepherds who trust the Lord wholeheartedly. And we know our scripture reference for this year has been coming from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So let's just go there right quick. Proverbs, the third chapter, the fifth and the sixth verse. And it's familiar because it's our theme for the year, our scripture for the year. We've heard it, but we're just going to read it again. Amen. And it's in Proverbs, the third chapter, the fifth and the sixth verse. And it reads, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. So how many of you know that it takes something as a shepherd to continue to trust the Lord wholeheartedly and not to lean unto your own understanding? It's such a great responsibility that the shepherd has as a shepherd over the sheep, over the congregation, to make sure that um, we do things the way the Lord Jesus would have for us to do it. Sometimes that's not always easy, but how many of you know if you trust in the Lord wholeheartedly and lean not unto your own understanding, that he will direct us. He will direct us as we acknowledge him. So I thank God that I know we here at Overcomers Christian Center, we have a shepherd here that. I can tell by the evidence because I stood up on them who trust the Lord and lean not unto his own understanding and acknowledge the Lord and knowing that the Lord is directing him at Overcomers Christian Center. So it takes something to trust the Lord. And we as Overcomers Christian Center, we as believers, we have to trust the Lord too wholeheartedly, not just half-heartedly when it's convenient for us, but we have to trust the Lord at all times. We have to trust the Lord at all times. And when you think about the role of a pastor or a shepherd, it talks about it in Jeremiah 3 and 15. So let's just go there. Let's go to Jeremiah 3 and 15 right quick. 3 and 15. So it says in Jeremiah 3 and 15, it says, And I will give you shepherds according to my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So when we look at that word right there, it says, you know, as a shepherd, the primary responsibility is the safety and the welfare of the flock. So that's the primary responsibility as a shepherd is to make sure that the safety and the welfare of the flock is being taken care of. So as shepherd here at Overcomers Christian Center, it's Pastor Dove's primary responsibility is to make sure that us as sheep, that we're being taken care of and that we're being our welfare. He has our best welfare at hand. In Jeremiah 3 and 15, it tells us that, that the Lord would give us a shepherd after, according to my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That's, that's a big responsibility, to know that he has the responsibility of feeding us with knowledge and understanding. And when I read that scripture, I got stuck on the word feed. It was talking about feeding us, feeding us, feeding us. 
So I looked up the definition, and I had some definition. It was talking about, of course, when you think about feeding, you, you think about the natural food, but also it talks about how taking about um, is giving food to supply with nourishment. Just as the body needs nourishment, we need spiritual food as well. So it's this responsibility to feed us the word of God. So just like we need in our natural body, we need physical food to eat. How many of you know that we need spiritual food to grow? Amen. It says it's his responsibility to make sure that he gives us the word of God. And how many of you know it says the word of God is a good supplement? So you know how you need supplements in your body, how you need supplements to, to live, and how you need those things, it says. But we have to have a diet that gives us those nutritions, that give us the things that we need to live in this body. So, But we have to go to different stores and eat different foods to get what we need to get those supplements. It's some in the fish. It's some in the sea, in the uh, nuts and berries and milks and all of that. But how many of you know whether what the word says, the worldly saying says, milk does the body good. But how many of you know the word of God does the body good? It's nothing like the word of God. The word of God does the body good. And how many of you know it's in one book? You don't have to shop around to get the nutrition that you need. It's all what you need is in the book. Hallelujah. So you can get everything that you need. You ain't got to go and eat this food or drink this drink or take this supplement or this vitamin or whatever the case may do. But the word of God will feed you all the nutrition you need to make sure your spiritual man is growing. Hallelujah. Because that's the thing we got to take care of. We can eat all the time in this old body right here, but we got to make sure we're feeding our spiritual man. Amen. We got to make sure that we're taking care of the spiritual man. We can get all the nutrition we need in the word of God. Whatever we have need of, it's in the word of God. And that's a big responsibility as a shepherd to make sure that he's feeding us the word of God, the uncompromising word of God, that we're being able to get all of those supplements, those nutrients that we need to make sure we're growing spiritually as well as naturally. Amen? And it also talks about to supply with something essential for growth. How many of you know that the word of God is essential? It's essential. It's a must for us in order for us to grow. Because Jeremiah lets us know that the pastor come to feed us with knowledge and understanding. So if we're getting knowledge and understanding, it's essential and we're going to grow. It's going to cause us to mature in the word. It's going to cause us to grow up in the word. It's going to cause us to live. It's going to cause us to produce. It's going to cause us to be productive. That's some feeding right there. How many of you know we can eat all the time, but... Once you eat that, you be hungry again, then you eat again, you want something else, and you want something else. You know how sometimes when your body is just craving like water or something, no matter what you drink, you be like, I'm still thirsty. It's because you're missing that nutrition. You're missing something. That's how it is in the body of Christ. If you're not getting the word and you're not getting fed, you're going to be missing a part of supplement. You're going to be missing something that's really important, the nutrients, the word of God. No matter what you try out on the outside of the world, you can try drugs, you can try alcohol, you can try this and that's something else. You can try a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's not going to supply you with all you need. You need the word of God. You need the man of God. You need God's Holy Spirit on the inside of you. That's the only one that's going to feed you and you won't hunger again for that kind of, you know, hunger. Because I know I can eat, and then a couple hours later, my stomach might be rumbling again. I'm like, oh, let me go get me something else to eat. But it's nothing like feeding on the Word of God. And another definition it uses, it says to 
transmit by means of communication. So to transmit, in other words, to feed me, communicating to me as a pastor, as a minister, the word of God. So I'm, he's feeding us week in and out. He's feeding us week in and out the word of God. He comes in and he seeks God for a sermon and he's feeding us that uncompromised. That's his role. That's his responsibility. Cause I said earlier, his main, his main job, his main responsibility is to make sure that the flock is safe. And well, that the flock is, is safe and it's in the welfare of the flock. That's his main responsibility. So he's communicating to us. He's feeding. He's transmitting that word to us that we need that's going to help us through that week. That's going to help us when we get in those tough times. That's, that's, that's the role of a, of a shepherd. And that's a great responsibility. It also talks about another definition they used. It says to support, to promote, and to encourage. How many of you know it's so important that we have a shepherd that promotes us, that encourages us, that supports us? That's important. I know as me and my walk of life, I need a support system, just like we need a support system, just like as a parent to a child, they're there to support their child. They're there to promote their child. They're there to support them in whatever it is that they do. They may not always agree with them, but they're there to encourage them. So, you know, when they're going through school, when they're getting ready to get married, when they're getting ready to purchase a car, those are the things that parents are there for their children. They're there to support them in, in life decisions and whatever it is that they're going through. How many of you know it's so important to have a good support system? As a shepherd, it's so important that he is there to support us in whatever it is that we're doing in the ministry. Because how many of you know we need to be taught? We need to be taught how to minister the word of God, how to speak before people, how to dress, how to carry out a service. All of those things we have been taught from our shepherd. So it's important that we have a support system. Because like you said, it would be bad to have a parent that don't support their child, that never tells them how good they are or they're doing a good job or, hey, look, you need to straighten up. You're going the wrong way. What kind of shepherd would that be if he just let the sheep wander all around to be devoured by the enemy? That wouldn't be a good shepherd because you got to remember now, the role of a shepherd is to make sure the safety and the welfare of the flock is being presented is being taken care of. So that's his responsibility to make sure that I'm growing spiritually, that I'm growing as well as naturally, to make sure that my brother and my sister, that we're all growing spiritually in the word of God. So it's good to have a good support system. It's good to be encouraged. I don't know about you, but I feel good when my pastor or my first lady come and say, good job, Minister Harris, you did a good job. Or even when they come and tell me, you need to work right here, you know, you missed it right there. That's good because I need to know when I'm going down the wrong path, I want somebody to pull me back in. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just be walking and somebody see me walking and I'm finna fall in a ditch and I fall in a ditch. They be like, that's what you get. Have you ever heard somebody when they fall and hurt themselves and somebody said, that's what you get? Shouldn't have been doing it. I mean, you know, ain't we human? Don't we make mistakes? What about you when you was doing your stuff and whatever it is you was doing and you needed somebody to pick you up? That's what a shepherd does. He go after that one sheep out of those hundred sheep, that one sheep that goes astray. He goes and look for that sheep. You know, he tries to bring them back into the sheepfold. That's a good pastor. That's a good support system. When he calls us, how many of you know 
You don't get that area where we'll pass the call and then checking on you, sending out links and messages. You got a first family emailing you and texting you and calling you. They on vacation and they calling us and texting us. I'm like, she ought to be on vacation enjoying herself. She's sending out little videos. Check out this. Or he's sending out this. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? That's a good support system. And it's so important that we know that we have shepherds in our midst that understands the importance of trusting the Lord wholeheartedly. Because how many of you know when you walk in by faith and you trust in the Lord, you're not always going to see the end results. All you got to know, God may tell him to tell us to do something. He may not know the end results, but he knows that God says, I need you to tell sister so-and-so to do this. Or I need you to tell brother so-and-so to do this. I think about when we go in and we need counseling or whatever it is we need. When we go into there and we sit down in that seat and we listen to our Give us this good advice. But what would it be like if you feed somebody and they don't eat? How you feel about that? You know, moms and parents, how do you feel when you cook a sup or a meal and you don't labor it over that meal and you set it out and they tell me, I don't want that? You be feeling some type of way, right? Wait a minute, you mean you don't want what? I don't cook. After I don't went in here and I don't slayed over this hot stove and I don't put this meal together and I don't lay it out for you and then you're going to have the nerve to say, I don't want that. But that's how it is when we come to the word of God, when the man of God has ministered the word and he's labored before us and he has a word for us and he he gets over the pool pits and he speaks out that word and we we be like, I ain't doing that. That's that's like, okay, so you don't want this meal I don't prepare for you? Oh, okay. You know how sometimes, like, okay, you won't eat today. You know, it'd be like, okay, you're going to stay hungry, but I thank God that we have a man of God who has our best interest at heart, who cares about our well-being, who cares about whether or not we're getting fed. And sometimes you know how somebody just feeds you anything. You'd be like, I don't want that. Sometimes it'd be like, you know, you can look at something and be like, now, you won't even want that, and you're going to try to give it to somebody. You know, this really needs to be in the trash. And But he don't bring us a messy message. He don't bring us something that's, that's flop, that don't nobody want, and you be like, mm-mm. He gets in the Word. He puts it on sermon notes. He puts it on the PowerPoint. He puts it on YouTube. He got all these avenues, and it's, it's nice, y'all. You know when you have to come in and you ain't got to write nothing, he got the answers filled out for you, everything laid out. All you got to do is look. They put it up on the stream. You, you ain't even got to flip your Bibles. Always have your Word. It's good to have your Word. But even if you don't, like I left my phone and I didn't have my Bible. All I did was looked up there. And that was the message. He prepared, that's preparing for us. That's taking time to put that meal out there for us. So we are so blessed and so honored to have a gift that labors for us, that gives us the word week in and week out. And it, it's, it's, a, it's just a blessing. And another definition I looked at, and I'm, I'm about to come to an ending with my message. I'm just here to encourage you to know that we are blessed to have such a blessed a shepherd in this ministry that cares for us. It says... Another definition they gave for feed was to move steadily, to move steadily. So that means he's constantly feeding us, constantly feeding us, constantly feeding us the word of God. When we come in on Wednesdays, on Zoom, or when we come in on Sunday, he's constantly feeding us. When he sent out these YouTubes or these things that Bishop has, he's listened to from our Bishop and he, he, Passes it on to us. He's constantly feeding us. He's constantly feeding us. So you know what? Just like I eat and I need another meal, 
and I go get me something to eat, you eat, and you're going to need another meal. So when we get, we hear a sermon, we can't just stop right there when we read the Bible. Oh, I read it and I'm good. No, you got to constantly be fed the Word of God in, in order to, to starve those doubts, those fears, those things that the enemy try to bring our way. We got to constantly be replenished in. But the thing about it, you know how it is when a child eats or a baby eats, and when that child eats, like a newborn, for instance, you feed that child, you, you pat them on the back because you got to burp them because you know what? They don't got full. They don't got some air in their stomach, so they burp them. And then you give them the ball and they go suck some up. So they don't make room for some more food. We have to make room for the word. Sometimes we get that word and we be like, whoa, I'm so full. We can't stop there. You got to go out and you got to share that word with somebody. You got to tell somebody else how good God is. You got to give it out so you can get it back in. So when they pat you on the back and you burp, you know how it is. After you don't got so stuffed that eating at the table. And sometimes you like me, my daughter can tell you, I'll let out a big old burp like She's like, Mama. I'd be like, Woo, yeah, now I can get some more in. Now I might put some more in. But that's how it's got to be. You got to give that word out so you can get some more in. So when Pastor Dobbs constantly feeding us that word of God, First Lady Dobbs constantly feeding us that word of God, that's a good thing. You'd be like, Oh, I'm full with the word. What do you do when you're full with the word? You don't lay back and go to sleep. We do physically lay back and go to sleep. But how many of you know we got to go out and give that word to somebody else, share that word with somebody else, share them sermon notes with somebody else? And after a while, you'll be like, ooh, I'm emptied out. I'm hungry again. Let me go back. Pastor Dove, you got a word for me today. He gives me that word. I get that word. I'm full. You know what I do. I go back out. I share it with you, brother. I share it with you, sister. Then again, I'm hungry. It's time to eat again. You're constantly being fed. You're constantly moving. He's constantly feeding us the word of God. That's a good thing. That's what a good shepherd does. That's how we know that we have a man of God who's trusting the Lord wholeheartedly because he's coming in and he's feeding us this word of God week in and week out and week in and week out. And you know what? He's giving it out. So he has to be fed again too. He goes back. He get in his word. He studying his word. He gets with his bishop. He gets the messages from our bishop. He gets that message from and then he shares it with us. That's how it works. You don't stay full and lay down and go to sleep. You need to be patted in the bed. So when you first laid it on the come on, y'all. Y'all can do it. Come on. I'm going to need y'all to pick up this word. I'm going to need y'all to read this. I'm going to need y'all to study it. I'm going to need y'all to do the scripture. I'm going to need y'all auxiliary to be doing something. So then you, that's that. Then you get like a big old burp, burp. So now you got room for some more, right? Because you're doing what you need to be doing. You're going out. You're sharing the word with others. You, you're being obedient to the word of God. You're getting fed. So I, that word fed stood out to me because, you know what, we need nourishment. We need supplements. It's essential that we get fed the word of God because if we don't, we're going to starve. We're going to be a malnutrition person, and that's somebody who don't get the right proper nutrition, don't get the right food that they need. That's a malnutrition person. So in order for you not to be malnutrition, you got to make sure you get the word of God. So I thank God that we have a man of God. Our shepherd who trusts the Lord wholeheartedly. And that's all I wanted to do on today was to encourage you to make sure that you sit there and you get the feeding and that you don't be selfish with it, but you share it so you'll be hungry for some more and you'll be fed a continuous cycle. Amen. Thank you, God. Come on and put your hands together. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank God. And we do honor Pastor Dobbs, First Lady Dobbs on today, each and everyone that's here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. We thank God for our precious leadership that we have here at Overcomers Christmas Center. 
You know, I am very much encouraged, praise God, because, you know, sometimes the enemy want to throw stumbling blocks. He want to do different things. And when I tell you, it started on like Tuesday, all of this week, if it hadn't been one thing, and my family knows, if it hadn't been one thing, it's been another. But it is all good because my life is still in the hand of the Lord. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. And I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord today. And it is an honor, Pastor Dobbs and First Lady. What a precious, precious family that we have here at Overcomers Christian Center. Praise God. You know, you really don't understand and you wouldn't know until unless you had leadership or been somewhere where the a pastor or the didn't really feed you like you needed to or uh, uh, you had a pastor who didn't um, hear from God but would lean on his own understanding and what he thought was best, praise God. Hallelujah, but I thank God for the leadership we have here because you want someone that's genuine, who genuinely loves the Lord and has care and compassion for us. And I know that Pastor Dobbs and First Lady, they do, and that whole family. And we truly, truly appreciate you all. You know, um, as we start this message today, or continue, um, our topic, again, was our shepherds, our shepherds who are trusting the Lord wholeheartedly. And I, as I was looking at that, also a, a subtopic as well would be, and, and they are giving their lives to fulfill God's purpose for his people giving their lives to fulfill God's purpose for his people and you know we we only had the topic so we knew what the theme would be today and and as well you know our theme for this year is in Proverbs 3 5 and 6 and my verse that I um started with that I believe the Lord gave me was Jeremiah 315. I said, okay, when she got up, I thought, Lord, you know. You know, we did not share information, but God knows. Hallelujah. He knows all things. So if we look at Jeremiah 3 and 15, and it says, I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And we know Minister Valerie just broke that that verse down as well. So apparently there's more, more to share concerning our shepherd, concerning the gift that God wants us to have, that that our Heavenly Father wants us to have. So that verse says, and I, and when it says I, it's talking about the one true God, our Lord, our Savior, the omniscient one is the one that wants to give us shepherds our god our creator our creator can you imagine the creator of the world who knows everything about us every detail knows what's gonna happen in the next moment knows the very thoughts that are in our mind knows the future he said i i I want to give you a shepherd i want to give you a pastor after according to my heart So here's someone who definitely has our best 
interest at heart. Our father has the, our best interest at heart. But you know, man, man don't always have that. But they have to have God. They have to have Christ Jesus. They have to have the Holy Spirit. So our father knew that from the beginning of time. And so he had a plan, the perfect plan for man because he knew there was sin in man. So we had to have shepherds because otherwise, as she explained about the, the shepherds, how that their primary role is to tend to the sheep, to tend and care for the sheep. And it also, as well as I referenced the shepherd, that's a, it's one that would gather. It says a gatherer. So it gathers the sheep because, in it, you know, in the scripture, God further explains how they can, we can become scattered. So that the enemy, a lot of times, if we're scattered, if we're not coming together to hear what the shepherd is saying, to hear what our Heavenly Father is giving the shepherd for us, then, oh, we can feel lost. Oh, we can feel like, I, I just don't know what to do. Oh, oh, God, and, and God has the answer, and his mouthpiece is our shepherd that is in the house of God, in the church that God has planted you in. And I heard Pastor Doc say that, make sure you're in the place that God wants you to be. We need to be in the place if God sent you to be in. And I believe that was Pastor Doc. Oh, Lord, let me put words in your mouth, Pastor Doc. Hallelujah. But we need to be in the house that God would have for us to be. And it says, so I, he's talking, it's I, so this is who's giving us this precious gift. He said, I will give, that means present to, appoint, choose, assign, designate. I'm going to designate someone for you because a lot of times when we choose things, do we always make the right decisions? No, so our Father knows that because he knows our thoughts. We can be saying one thing with our mouth, but he's looking right at our heart and he knows. He knows our thoughts before we even can voice those thoughts. So he's going to give you a shepherd, which is a pastor, one to ten. Need, we need someone to, a ruler. We need a teacher. We need someone that will feed us. If you think about how Christ, when he walked on this earth, how he would, as he would begin to heal, as the kingdom of God was being manifested to, through him, he would begin to heal the sick. He would begin to raise the dead. He would begin to change uh, uh, evil or change abnormalities that were in us. Uh, and so he, he was the good shepherd. So he, he was, the people would flock behind him as they began to see the miracles and gain understanding from the word when he taught them. It's the same. Now there's nothing different. Our our shepherd, our shepherd is the one who is breaking open this word that's causing this, that cause our flesh to change. Our flesh has to die so that the spirit can live. Our goal, goal should be to please the Lord. Our goal should be to please the Lord, and he knows that, so he sends us some help. So we have a pastor. We have a shepherd. And he says he's going to give it to us according to my heart, according to the one true God's heart, according to our Lord's heart. That's his, whatever his, his mind, God's mind, God's conscience. That's what God is going to give us, a pastor, according to his heart. 
Not, not necessarily what you want. You might say, oh, you know, some things we can pick and choose. But if the, the best thing that can happen is when God picks and chooses something for us, then it's going to work out. I don't care how bad the situation may get. If God picked it, if God chose it, it's going to work out because he is not a failure. One profound statement that Pastor, oh Jesus, I believe, I'm going to paraphrase, that Pastor Dobbs said as he was talking about how that God sometimes takes an imperfect man to, to get you to a perfect God. I was like, whoa, that is good. Takes an imperfect person. You know, we may not be perfect. We know we're not perfect. Hallelujah. But we know that God, God, the God that lives in us is. And so as we continue to connect with leadership, connect and gain understanding of the word of God, then God begins to move. He continues to, of course, keep our pathway straight. He keeps us getting closer and closer to the destiny that expected end that he has for us. So it's essential, it's important. Minister Valerie stressed that as well for us to have a pastor. We have to have a pastor. And they're going to, and he said he will feed us. We, We have appetite. We have a spiritual appetite. If you have a natural one, God gives us all these examples in this world. If you have a natural appetite, well, you have a spiritual appetite as well. So we need the help of the Lord to help us to keep our appetite right. To give, give us that spiritual uh, uh, food that will feed us. The spiritual food that will help us to, to do what is right. Because God knew that in man, God, there was sin. In man, there is evil. I, I've got to feed my children. I, I want them to make the right decisions. I want them to do what is right. I, I, I love my children and I can't see them continue to do what is not right according to the word of God. I, I, so I'm going to give them a shepherd after my heart so that I can tell them my heart, so I can tell them my thoughts, so I can tell them and, and teach them what to do according to the word of God that they may live and abide. As a prosperous Christian, as a productive Christian. Hallelujah. And we thank you. And you know, praise God. And as we go on in Revelations, well, we're talking about that who that great I am is that has given us. That has given us. The person we're talking about, let's be reminded who has given us this precious gift. In Revelation 22 and 13, Revelation 22, 13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last. That's who he is. That has picked this perfect gift out for us. Hallelujah. And we know as well, Psalms 139 and 2, it says, I am the one who knows all things. Do we realize God knows all things all about us? So whatever situation may be ailing you, whatever problem you may be having, he already knows, but he wants us to tell him. Tell him about it. Tell him all about. I don't care what it is. You talk to him like you're talking to a regular person, and he's listening because he already knows. He just wants us to come to him. 
Psalms 139, 2 and 4, you know Psalms 139, 2 through 4. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path, my lying and my lying down, and are acquainted with all of my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. He already knows. He already knows. So we have to continue to put the confidence in the leadership, in the precious gift, in our pastor that he has given unto us. That great I am is the one. I am your creator. Genesis 2 and 7. 2 and 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Just to let you know, he is our creator. He made us. He breathes into us. I don't care what the world does. What the world does, the decisions that they make. He is, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He, thereof. he is the creator. We have to put our confidence in him. We have to lean, lean on Christ. We have to have confidence in Jesus. We can't lean on uh, uh, what the world says because the scripture says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So we got to get fit. We have to stay in what the word is telling us. We have to lean on the promises of God. We have to stay in the word of God. We have to stay connected, stay gathered together, stay on one accord. We talked about Babel, but I'm not even going to go there. Hallelujah. But we have to stay connected. He is that great I am. What is he saying? He's that great I am. He's like, I can be anything you need me to be. I'm that great I am. God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Who, who, who is it that is blessing us? It's that great I am who can be all things. Well, I grew up this way. I didn't have a mother. He can, he can be a mother figure. He can have provide a mother figure if you, in your life. You stay in the word and you gain understanding and you connect with the women and you connect with the brothers and, and, and that iron sharpeneth iron as the anointed of God is upon the brothers and the sisters, praise God. And as we share the word, share our experiences, share what God has done. Oh my God. God continues to move and he continues to encourage. Continue to be encouraged. We we be encouraged by one another. That's why we have to fellowship. Oh, the enemy loves to pull you off by yourself. Get you off in a corner. Then the only person you talking to is you, your you and yourself and your flesh and your other self and your second alter alter ego and all y'all having a meeting and, and you having a conference and oh don't oh God that them church folks, I don't wanna hear that. But you need to you have to be connected to the right thing. Because there's plenty of things to get connected to. But we have to be connected to Christ. We have to be. The word is the only thing that is going to work. That's the only thing that's going to work. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the world says. They, the world is not, is not the answer. God is the answer. Jesus is the answer. 
Hallelujah. And God is good. That's who is blessing us. That's who says, I've got this gift for you. I, I want to give you a pastor. I need you to honor him. Take care of him. Take care of, of the pastor. So when it says Psalms 136 and 1, and look like I have some King James versions in here. Psalms 136 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. He is good, y'all. He is good. That's who's giving us the gift after his own heart. And so we have a legitimate God. We have the legitimate one. He's legit who will give us a shepherd. And he, he's the one going to present it to us. He's given that shepherd after his own heart. And then, you know, shepherds have to speak boldly. And, and a lot of times God may give Pastor Dobbs a word, but guess what? He can't look at the people. He can't look at faces of people. People's nose can be turned up. They can get up, tiptoe to the bathroom. Uh, all kind of things we can do, all of us. Praise God. But, you know, he can't look at the faces of man. He has to be consistent and diligent. I got to give him what God says because he has to answer to God. That's the kind of person God places in our midst. One that's going to preach what he says. One that's going to break up in the gospel the way he gave it to him. Praise God. He can't have one that's, oh, a little bit timid. Oh, I can't say that. I don't know if that's right. But if God gives it to him and just how God gives it to him, He has to give it to us. So, according to his heart, he gives us shepherds. And guess what? There are shepherds that don't have God's heart. There are shepherds that don't follow God's plan or agenda. There are shepherds, um, they gather, but they are not feeding the people. Oh, let us all come together for what? There was a tower, tower again, I'm just going to say that, of Babel. If you're in Bible study, you understand. The Tower of Babel. All gathered together, but they had the wrong agenda. They had the wrong agenda. There's there's pastors that lead others based on their own understanding. They do what they think and not what is commanded of them. Not following the instructions. Being led by people. Being manipulated by people. But God wants someone that is faithful. God don't want someone that's going to follow his instructions. Will there be one found worthy in the land? Will there be one found praying? Will there be one diligent following the purpose and and the design of which I have called them? I must go to, as we had this in Bible study as well, I, I thought it was so profound. Deacon, deacon, the deacons and ministers were ministering about Noah. And so I thought, wow, what an awesome example of a leader, of a, uh, I would say a, a pastor over those um, eight people, praise God. And you know, he, it says that he built that ark. It took him 120 years, y'all. Okay, one man with a plan, praise God. And then he had a family. It said eight people went in. I don't know if they were helping him or not. Praise God. But you're talking about one man. God said, I I have an assignment for you. I I need for you to build this ark, okay? Okay, and I've got the animals. They're going to come in. 
this way. Okay, in the measurements, I need you to measure it this way. And I need you to put this kind of wood. And I need you to do this and that. Praise God. So they that one person had an assignment. Praise God. God gave them an assignment. And, and it was said, I believe, that he was found to be perfect in God's sight. God was well pleased with them. I can imagine that Noah might have gotten really tired. I can imagine he was may have got fatigued, you know, might have ran out of strength. I don't know. I don't know what might have went through his mind. I don't know what kind of days he had. It said he may have even wished he had more help to do it because as it was mentioned on Wednesday, y'all, he didn't have no electric chainsaw. I wouldn't even know how you started. He probably had to make the the tools that he had to use to cut the trees down or to cut the wood, praise God. And where did he get all, oh my goodness, 120 years, that's all I'm going to say. 120 years, stay, stay in focus. 120 years with a mindset, steady, steady, with precision, doing what God taught him to do. Oh, I can't deviate. People are laughing maybe. Hey, they could have been laughing. And what in the world is he doing? Can you imagine how massive uh, the ark was? And people looking as he began to put it together over the years. Let's say year 100. You can imagine they're like, oh my God, they might have laughed him to storm. But it did not matter. He said, I've got to do what God wants me to do. He continued to follow the instructions and he didn't deviate. He didn't deviate at all from anything that God gave him to do. So he continued on, dear God. Oh, I got, I wonder if he, he thought, well, I wonder if I'm ever going to get finished. Uh, oh, I'm on year one. 112. Oh, I'm so, I don't know what he said. Uh, I can only imagine. Uh, I can, cause as I think about our flesh, praise God. God, what, what he was thinking as far as this big assignment that he had. And I, again, I, I talked about how they may have laughed at him, dear God. What, what, can you imagine even they said, that, that can't float. He's talking about that's going to be a boat that's going to rain. What? 40 days. That thing ain't going to float. Look at all that wood. How is that going to work? But when you follow the plan of Jesus. Christian Center over the years feeding us consistent, so diligent. 
continued just growing in Christ. He, he may not have always did what he needed to, but he, he continued along the path and, uh, he continued to get things right. He, he continued to be teachable. He continued to humble himself before God. Oh, he continued to obey the word. He continued to seek understanding and knowledge and God, look now, praise God. I see the results. I see the results, praise God, of being consistent in God, in the things of Christ. Oh, what an awesome God you are, Lord. You are awesome. You are awesome. You are awesome. So we need to know, praise God, we must, that we have a pastor that is feeding us with knowledge, feeding us with understanding according to his word. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast. And if you're ever in the Villarica area, you can visit us at 3193 South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia, on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday evenings at 7. You can also reach us at 770-459-6221. That's 770-459-OCC1. Follow us on Facebook at Overcomers Christian Center and visit us online at occvr.org. We pray that you're empowered and equipped in today's world.